guess who's back? Back again. RNGPC is back. Tell your friends. We are a D&D podcast, but there is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We are creating random, please, playable characters that have fleshed out backgrounds. We are all about the storytelling and role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. Welcome back, Jake. How's it going? I wanted, to be ups- I wanted to be upset that you did that, and I was like, wow, I can't believe you're doing it. And then I realized you actually wrote it out in the intro, and it's my own fault for not reading it first <laughs> and seeing that that's what you're going to be doing. That, like, the blame here. It's, this is so much... There's layers to it, and I don't know who to be angry with anymore. <laughs> I was half debating on just rewriting the entire first verse of oh, wow. of, of without me to uh, is that is that what you've been doing this whole break just the whole break has just been working on that it's just is been why turning, we took a break yeah we took a break so i could turn popular m&m songs into <laughs> D related things whether it's this mm. podcast or mm. our or our campaign that's true you did that as well yeah yeah <laughs> wow oh jeez. um i'm sure we won't get in trouble for it's parody right we won't like marshall's not like i i was just scrolling through apple podcast feed and these assholes I mean, over here i mean eminem's written a lot of songs but he needs to spend less time on the internet which makes me think he spends a lot of time on the internet so he could very well <laughs> stumble upon this intro right now and send us a cease He's, and desist that i would hang on my wall that would be amazing because his signature would probably be on it right for sure is or his lawyer. It would at least be Paul Rosenberg's signature, which is okay. Is is he still his lawyer? You think I don't after know. all this time he's still his lawyer? I mean, probably. Why would you why would you stop being Eminem's lawyer? You've already gone because through the thick of it. Because he puts you on blast. There's the one album where he's like, "Hey yo, Paul." Like it's just like, "No." Like, like, <laughs> I'm taking a shit. I would be so fucking over that shit. I mean, I guess Dude, money can convince you to keep doing a lot of shit. <laughs> and and think about it. If he was he was Eminem's lawyer or manager, whatever you want to call him, during the thick of Eminem, like early 2000s beating up people at clubs pistol whipping people starting fights now it's gravy if you're eminem's lawyer now it's gravy he doesn't do anything are you saying eminem is not currently still thick no he's not that thick he's been fatter yeah yeah that's fair <laughs> anyways this has been uh marshall mathers talk or marshall mathers <laughs> matters um ah <laughs> uh, m cubed no. I'm, ooh, ooh, yeah, that's our added to the list of our other side podcasts that we will be spawning off of this one podcast. <laughs> M cubed, um, yeah, <laughs> just talking about different martial matters. Oh, yeah, it'll it'll be a real tongue twister. Um, but yeah, no, we took a little bit of a break. We were off for a bit, you know, recouped. It's the holidays, and uh, now I guess we're back at it again. I I realized, uh, and you were here to witness this, Nathan, on this call because that's how we record is looking at each other um i've i've completely forgot everything and how to do all of this i didn't know where any of the sheets were i didn't know what was going on i didn't know what dice i needed it felt it feels new again which is exciting in a way but also kind of scary i feel like a giraffe trying to walk they learn pretty quick because you either walk or you die or those um those are gazelles is it yeah dude gazelles are born literally running from lions sometimes and they got to <laughs> get up and go or they die do you fuck? What, what do you watch? Planet Earth? The fuck? A little bit. <laughs> like, I've watched some docs. Some documentaries <laughs> have been watched in my time. All right. Well, what else has changed uh, in this in this break period, Nathan? What else? What else do we have going on that might be a little uh, different? 
I mean, regarding this podcast or like our personal lives. I'm, I'm currently like in, I'm currently sitting here unemployed, so that changed. No, I, I just meant in the state of the world, like, but no, I no, meant state the of the world. Well, in that case, I'm nothing. <laughs> Doge Doge coins going to the moon, and so is GameStop. Yeah. That's about the only thing that's changed yeah. since. Uh, yeah. No, I think I think GameStop's come back from the moon. Oh, they come down the way back. I think yeah, and they were like, you know, it was fine. Got some rocks. <laughs> Other than that, no cheese. So no cheese on the moon. Um. But no, with this podcast, uh, we we've decided to change a little bit. Not nothing with our format, right? We're we're just looking at uh, with our Patreon, updating that a little bit, right? Yes. So we're going to be restructuring our Patreon, um, which is just going to help take some uh, stress off of Jake and I, because we fell behind, unfortunately, on some things that we want to accomplish. We found a way to rework those things. So if someone actually wants the things that we want to do, it'll be more transactional and less. Um, like us doing things for what feels like no reason. Yeah. Well, I mean that, and it just it allows us it allows us to kind of go case by case. And I mean we're we're not going to go too into the weeds about what we're changing here. But if you wanted to just take a look, just letting you know that on our Patreon page we are going to be updating that probably hopefully in the month of March. Um, and then from then forward we will still have our character sheets there. So if you are interested in finding one of the many great characters we've designed, we're on character thirty two. Yeah. Now, right. Um. Oof. Man, um, if you would like any of them, they are still will be available through our Patreon, and we will just keep posting them there. Um, but yeah, and then other than that, I mean, we're also talking about streaming this on Twitch now, right? I know yeah. that's not on the list, but I remember that as another thing we talked about doing. It's exciting. Yeah, streaming on Twitch. Um, just another way to interact with that community a little bit more our small community that we've built so far try to expand upon it and then um hopefully as time frees up for either jake or myself we'll stream more than just our show i would love to stream you know me being toxic in overwatch or some of the yeah. single player games i have on my computer i would love to stream those and make it more yeah. interactive because i've got some good games i want to play but i just don't play them yeah. so it's like i can either hang out with my friends or play a single player game so it's like yeah. give me a reason to hit my backlog a little bit and to that point, actually, I don't know if it's still happening, but I have one game that's ever been on my watch list in Steam because I don't use Steam that much because I'm very, I'm very bad at controlling my like addiction to things. Yeah. So usually what I'll do is just completely cut it out. So Steam is one of those things I don't really, I don't like to go on there because I know I will find things. Anyways, there's one game. There's one game I ever really added to a watch list, and it's not even like a great crazy game, but I just thought it looked fun. Uh, it's called Surviving Mars. Okay. essentially like sim city but on mars yeah and it, it i got an email recently it's like hey this is on sale it will yeah this is and i'm just like oh god stop it and so it's like ten dollars so maybe maybe i'll just buy that with the the <laughs> with the idea of like no 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 it's for the podcast i'll stream <laughs> i'll stream playing that sometimes as like i build a world because i know we also want to start doing more D and D stuff um, on there as well, and I would love to like. I, I found I have a map building program that I think would be cool to just kind of build some maps out in there and just talk Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Um, and then yeah, and like I said, just kind of build that community. Uh, and then our main thing obviously would be when we record this. We record on Saturdays, so like as we record our episode, like I said earlier, we look at each other already. Beautiful faces here, and mm-hmm. we're just watching. And it's not fair. It's truly just not fair to the rest of the world that we're the only ones to get to experience each other like this. Yeah, so. all the beards and all that stuff mm, beautiful beautiful beardom yep so so uh yeah we would be looking at every saturday uh just broadcasting what we record and then also you get a little bit of a sneak peek of the episode that would come out the following week and 
uh, here are all the mistakes we make that Lloyd cuts out. So, yep. <laughs> Which he does a phenomenal raw. job of doing. So He does. He does. Um, It'll be raw and uncut. And then lastly, we are thinking about doing – well, not thinking about. We are because I've recorded a couple. We're doing some video content for you guys for our YouTube. Ooh. And I do think I'm going to – I think I'm gonna download TikTok and upload some stuff to TikTok. Oh, which you means Gen Zer. No, you know that I can't. You know what I learned recently? That Trolled. Gen Zers have a way to identify millennials on TikTok. Oh, there what are is two it? two things. Do you want to try and guess what they are? I I don't I don't talk or tick. So so apparently the two things that give millennials away to Gen Zers is a side part in a female's hair, like if your parts on either side of your head, and not down the middle. <laughs> And apparently skinny jeans aren't in style anymore. So side parts and skinny jeans are a red flag that that person is a millennial on TikTok. I don't know how I feel about either of those things because I feel like I've always – because I have longer hair. You had long, I've never wanted to do – are middle parts a thing now? I guess with the younger generation. Why? I don't know. But apparently bell bottoms are coming in too. And a lot Why? of the upset female millennials that are on TikTok are like, tell me, Gen Zers. When it's winter out and it's cold, how do I tuck my bell-bottom pants into my boots? Skinny jeans just make sense. <laughs> it's just like it's this huge, this huge <laughs> thing apparently. So, oh man, you know what? We should have this. Should be the new intro part of the show. You just update me on what's happening on TikTok as far as like the the war between Gen Z and millennials. That'd be exciting. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, but yeah, so that's a thing that's happening in the world. Um, and yeah, so new video content essentially, longer stuff on YouTube, shorter stuff on TikTok because the young kids yeah. like that shit. So can we can we post some of it to the gram too? Yes, anything that I think anything that would be short enough to go on TikTok will also fit on Instagram. So is that because uh, Facebook, as a parent company, is slowly trying to just replace all of the different tech like places that they can't buy with the technology and the apps that they already own? Yes. Oh. Huh. Also, join us for our Tech Talk podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Which will will also be a Lizard Talk podcast. Yes, because Lizard people control the technology. They do. Obviously. It just goes hand in hand. Like, look at Mark Zuckerberg. I'm 80% sure he's a lizard. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah. It's those Benedict Cumberbatch. You said it correctly. I know. His his name is not when I say wrong. Yes, it is. Oh, that's right. Isn't oh, aren't you supposed to say his name wrong? I don't remember. Yes. You've told me before. It's Bonderdick Snodgerbatch. Why? O- it's just you always have to say it in. Oh, it's, I can't explain memes to you. That's a different part of the show. You know what's a better meme? What saying Taki Watiti's name wrong? It's not. That's not a meme. <laughs> it's a meme between me and your friend Shelby, who also just happens to do it that I didn't know. She doesn't listen to this, so she wouldn't. She doesn't. I'm not going to allow her to be in solidarity with you over this. Because one person is a super white British guy who doesn't care. The other one, Taika, Taika Waititi, also wouldn't care. But like, it sounds more offensive because it's like a native like language. It's indigenous. He's an indigenous name. He has an indigenous name. Like to like where he's from. Anyways, we're not talking about this. <laughs> I think that's it. I think we're all updated. Some stuff has changed. Some things haven't. Like yep. Nathan's still trying to upset me over Taika Waititi. You know what makes me? You know what makes that even funnier though is that in that moment I tried to say it correctly. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, this is us back on NBC. Um, 
<laughs> is that an NBC show? I, I don't know. know. Either way, we're back at it. Here we go. This is the craziness, and uh, we're building a character. Let's go. We would like to take this opportunity to thank Impending Duff for his patronage and being a part of our community. If you would like your name to be shouted out here, please feel free to go check out our Patreon and uh, sub at the proper tier, and then we will also shout out your name in this very location. All right. All right, so we're in. We're making we're making characters. Um, you're going first, correct? Because oh. I didn't bring anything. Oh, we're here? Yeah. This is right. You snapped. You snapped, didn't you? Are we not back in this? <laughs> I'm back, baby. I didn't snap at all. Guess again. This is back. <laughs> we're creating a monster because nobody wants to see monsters no more. They want they shady. Want, they want shady with shady with some chopped liver. Right? They want tieflings with some tabaxi liver. No. <laughs> Try again. Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows the classic improv format of no, try again. Yes. Not- <laughs> that does not work. Please do that again. It's even best um, when you okay. hit someone with that in front of a live studio audience. It is. It is. Which is what we have here. We have, you know, behind, you have a curtain up. Behind that curtain are people. So, Lots of them. In the void. Mine sit in the closet that you can just see off frame right here. That's so, where we hide our audiences. Um, but we're making a monster? Is that, what, is that Was that a joke or were you... Are you actually making a it's monster? It's kind of a joke, but it also kind of is relevant, which I just realized. So anyway. Relevant relevant jokes are best jokes. We're going to just dive right into it. I brought my traditional three things this week because I thought about trying to be crazy, but also at the same time, it's like it's been a while since we've done this. I thought I'd keep it traditional and missionary, sure. you know, sure. just nothing crazy. Mm, boring. Um, <laughs> just right in the eyes, eyes locked. Um, anyway, so I brought a background, which I think has a lot of potential for some creativity, which is why we're here to flex That's our, good. the part of our brain. I feel like if you would have brought something with like, hmm, there's no creativity in this. It'd be like, all right, bold move, but <laughs> bold move, Cotton. <laughs> so I brought the background of transformed monster, Ooh. which, which I'll read to you all what that means. And just a reminder to everyone, this background is a homebrew background, which is on the dandwiki.com website. Um, and Transform Monster is described as, The alehouses are full of tales of heroes and maidens and children being magically transformed into monsters. Sometimes it happens the other way around. Until recently, you weren't like this. You have dim memories of being something else. Something bestial. Something primal. You are haunted by your past appetites. Dreams wake you in the night. Dreams of hunting through the dark bu- burrows, bowers, bowers, of ravaging flesh and consuming souls. There is a battle within you. Who shall win? What has your life been since your transformation? Have you been treated with kindness or have you been shunned? How will Shun. you take to this new life? Are you filled with the drive to do good or will your, or will your past nature return? Dun dun dun. So this is like a reverse princess and the frog type thing, right? Yeah, it'd be like an evil frog got turned into a prince instead of a prince being turned into a frog. Why does it have to be evil? I just think that's could be, well based on some of these characteristics, it could be evil. Okay. So you could also, you what's could have, an evil <laughs> What does an evil frog consist of? What are their giant plans of debauch? 
God damn it, Jake. Huh? <laughs> I, I think that was cut just fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Their um, evil their, plans would be like plans? a poisonous frog. That's like self-protection. That's like, seriously, don't eat me. You'll die. <laughs> but they look good. I mean... The poisonous, oh, frogs, like, the poisonous frogs look I more appealing than like the lumpy, not poisonous frogs. That's true. Just like Tide Pods. Yep. Just like them. The more color, Ooh. the more color, the more flavor. Is that then, should we say, this? your character transformed from a Tide Pod? Yes. Got a, I, in a, I, in I abyssal, to... an abyssal Tide Pod. Ooh. The forbidden fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, I'm done derailing. Um, So I see there's a feature here. Do we want to use that at all? Between two worlds, you are uncomfortable where groups of people gather. You you fear you will somehow give away your secret. Uh, Can the normal folk around you sense that you are different? Conversely, you are strangely at peace in dark places tainted by evil and have empathy with... Fell and infernal things it's supposed to be fey. Nope, fell like like fell's a thing. Fell and infernal yeah. things. Fell is like oh no help, <laughs> I can't get up. I fell, like yeah. That's a, okay, is it what else is it? Is it just another way of saying like demons? Yeah, the de- yeah. It's like fell is a certain type of, type of demon. Is it? Yes. I don't like that. I'm sorry to hear that. That's it. That's it. That, 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 that's my review on that. All right. Perfect. Moving on. So so that's the ba- saying, do, you, do, what? do you want to keep that? Do you want to have that to be a thing where it's like, ooh, I don't like large groups of people? Yeah, That's not really a so. feature. That's not really a feature. Like Features usually give you some sort of... Yeah. It's more like a suggestion on how you can play the character. So we'll see how oh. the characteristics come out when we get to that point. I'm more so reviewing this background. Oh. This is, this is the background review section? Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> well, the next thing that I brought is the class, which I brought a monk. And the reason why I brought a monk is because I was very attracted to a subclass, which is new to Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, which is the Way of the Astral Self, which is really sweet in my opinion. <laughs> so here's what here's what the Way of the it Astral Self does. Like- it what? sounds like some hippie, some hippie shit, and I'm here for it. Kind of, but listen to this, and then I'll tell you my like image in my brain, right? So okay. the way of the astral self is described as a monk who follows the way of the astral self believes their body is an illusion. They see their key as a representation of their true form, an astral self. This astral sh- self has the capacity to be a force of order or disorder with some monstra- monasteries training students to use their power to protect the weak and other instructing aspirants in how to manifest their true selves in the service in service to the mighty. So my vision with this character would be that their true self is whatever monster they used to be. So it's really cool like one of the things you can do is a um let me see here. So when you reach 6th level, you get you gain an ability called the Visage of the Astral Self, which is where a spectral visage covers your face like a helmet or a mask, and you determine its appearance. So imagine oh, if your geez. former monster used to be was like maybe this gnarly-looking demon or something that comes yeah. over your face in like this mask or helmet kind of way as you use this ability. 
Um, so I think there's a lot of cool, like, just combat RP descriptors that you can use with this background yeah. or this class, and that's kind of why I chose it. This is, yeah, the, these two things tie together nicely. I, I like I like the potential that we could play with in, yeah. in some of those. And then, um, so after that, I chose the race. Did you have something Ooh, you want to say? Thing, I just want to say, because we, we've made one monk before, right? Or have we made two? I know, I I know for sure two. we've made one, because I know one of them was mine. So unless you made yeah, one. I made the Arakokra was a monk as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Because that was broken as shit. Um, <laughs> but just, to, just as a reminder... The, like monks are essentially like martial artists. They're yeah. like somewhat religious. They can be not cult, but there's some usually some sort of organization of some sort that helped train them. Whether it's whatever facet you want it to be, but like they're they're usually better in like hand to hand combat. They don't usually cast spells of any sort. And key is generally referred to as like I don't know. It's 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 not magic, but it's like something within themselves, like that they've learned to hone, like energy within themselves. They've learned to distribute in different ways through different features yeah so that's that just is like a to remind everyone that that's what monks do thanks jake you're welcome back to you nate <laughs> um so the next thing i brought is the race and i don't really have a reason why i settled on this race but i decided to bring in a tiefling i figured that maybe you know this person this monster that the person used to be that they came back as we can maybe try tie the tiefling race to it because i know tieflings are uh, typically frowned upon and not really trusted and stuff like that um so i didn't want to choose like oh a human that used to be a monster or like something else i chose something that's kind of in the middle of already being a monster kind of you know um so that's I how mean, i ended up on tiefling sure i mean we'll make it work but i mean it's not that tieflings are frowned upon it's just that you you tiefling Tiefling occur when in somewhere in their bloodline there is some demonic blood introduced in some way, shape, or form, usually. Perfect. Um, but, but again, that's not like that's not a transformed monster. The, like, normal tiefling aren't transformed monsters. They're I know. N- normal people that, you know, just have relatives that, that were a little more shady than they are. Well, maybe that shadiness in that bloodline is what caused this person to come back as a tiefling. I mean, sure. So, I mean, okay. So, th- th- so this is all. This is all we've brought. Yes, we're yep. good. We're now we're ready to start rolling. Okay. Sure. Because I think I think the most important thing and what we'll need to figure out is the transformed monster background and what you how you envision that playing out and like what that actually meant for the character. Okay. Because again, how I was originally imagining it is that they used to be a monster, something happened, and now they're this. And so, like, if you're saying they turned into a tiefling, it's not like, oh, no, like, I, I'm, my heritage is I'm a tiefling. They just got turned into a tiefling. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. That's at least how I was looking at it. But okay. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, fig- we'll figure it out. Okay, cool. Do we want to start rolling then within the uh, background, or what, it, what, it, what, it, what do you want to do here? This is your, your thing. Yeah, let's roll from the background. Um, I want to roll second so I can roll the flaw and not be mad at you if you fuck everything Jesus. up so you roll first personality trait all right d6 i can't see what it is Ooh, i rolled a six personality trait money and things have little value to me nice I, you know why i like that because if i were to play this character it'd be really easy for me to, to um play that since i just hoard all my money in D and like oh cool more money thanks dm who gives a shit mm-hmm. 
See, I play a character, like, the character I currently play also doesn't care about money, but treats it almost the exact opposite, where it's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I give it away. Just constantly, like, I don't need this. What is this for? Where does this go? I don't understand. I'm not driven by this at all. <laughs> all right, so the next up is the ideal, which is an- another D6. Another yeah, I one. Like, I rolled a six rolls. as well. Jesus. Which is survival. I am driven by the simple things. Food, shelter, and companionship. Not money, though. Yeah, that makes sense. That works out at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, All then right. I'm going to roll bond. Yes, you are. Another six. six. I rolled a three, which is I need to find out what I was and who changed me. Ooh. I like that because it gives us information. That we were changed? I mean, also that they don't know what they were. Oh. Or who changed them. All right, flaw, baby. I feel like you have one you want already. I don't. Oh, good. I'm proud of you. Not reading. Thanks. Oh, now you're reading. Just roll. God. <laughs> I rolled that five, baby. I lash out when cornered or surprised. Oof, you'd be great at surprise birthday parties. <laughs> Just kills everyone. Fireball <laughs> self. <laughs> All right. Um, this doesn't okay. seem too bad. Do we want to go into rolling the stats now as well since we've already started rolling? Or do we want to start talking story stuff and then go stats? Let's roll stats, recap on everything we've just rolled, and then just kind of dive right into it. Okay. I just went, so you roll. Strength. All right. 4d6. What are we getting rid of? We're just the doing normal, one. boring. Getting rid yeah. of the highest one? No, the lowest one, whatever. The normal, you, normal, you boring. Said, first thing you said was highest one. feel like we should get rid of the highest one. I was wrong. Yeah, you were. Um, I rolled a six, five, three, one. So that's eleven plus three is fourteen. Not too bad. That's Dex. Oh my god, I dropped one. Jumanji. I don't know where it went, so I'm gonna grab my metal D six. All right. So I rolled a one, two, four, five. So I rolled an eleven. Five plus four is nine. Yep. Plus two. Plus two Minus the one. Ooh, what if you subtracted the lowest number instead of just getting rid of it? That'd be in- that'd be something. That would definitely be a new math equation. All right, I'm rolling Constitution, right? Okay. Um, this is important, I, isn't it? I mean, it's important for anyone because they're hit points. Um, I rolled a five, four, three, two. So that's twelve. Not bad. No. No intelligence but doesn't a monk use constitution for their for something i feel like it determines something important for them that's not hit points maybe i'm wrong maybe it's dex i think their important ones are dex and wisdom if i remember correctly which this I is not a good roll my friend Ooh, so they ain't smart i rolled a one a one a two and a five so eight nice <laughs> i love those negative modifiers especially in intelligence that's easy to play <laughs> Um, I'm trying to look and see what monks use. Uh, hit points is con. Yep. Saving throws are strength and dex. The quick build for a monk is make dex your highest ability score followed by wisdom. Okay. okay yeah. So I was right. Um, okay. I wish I am now rolling wisdom. Big money, no whammy. Ooh, ooh we got a whammy, bro. Ooh. Um, so to start off, I roll a six. Great. Good. Right. That's helpful. Uh, then three ones. We got an eight with some. Damn. That sucks. 
<laughs> well, charisma. If he rolls really high, we're switching to warlock. <laughs> that also makes sense. No, I'm just kidding. We'll keep monk. Not high. Oh, God. So, similar. I started off with a six. Good roll. Nice, good. Solid. Then I rolled a one, a one, okay, seven. and okay. a two. Ooh, so nine. <laughs> you know what's great about this, and what I love, is that technically this works with this idea of being a transformed monster. Like, st- like their their physical attributes, strength, dex, and con, are very high. And then their mental ones, no. <laughs> just which, just which, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since they're going to be a, a, a buff tiefling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I'm trying to see what wisdom goes into for... Is that the key? It, I think it determines their key points, how many they Ooh, have. Yeah. No, it, it's your key save. So, like, if you try and stun somebody, if you have a stunning strike, um, it's 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom modifier. Gotcha. So it would actually be a negative in this situation. It would be a negative 1. So, they're not great. They're not great at uh, at it. I mean, they get better, obviously, but... Yeah, because uh, yeah, no, your key points are not determined by your wisdom. They're given at the level. So depending on your levels, depending on how many key points you have. Oh, okay. That's good at least. At least we're not yes. fucking stonewalling this person to have like one key point for the rest of their life. Yeah, that'd be bad. Also, I shouldn't bang on my chest while recording a podcast. Um, do we want to recap then? Sure. Do you want me to do it or you want to do it? I'll do it. Okay. So we started at the beginning of the podcast. Nathan did a really bad or not bad, just impersonation of Eminem saying we're back. Um, we bantered for a little bit. I feel like I'm recapping too much. You are. <laughs> um, so for this character, this week Nathan brought, he brought the background of Transformed Monster, which is exactly what it sounds like. Something that used to be a monster and now is not. They transformed. Um, and then he brought the class of Monk because he found and enjoyed the Way of the Astral Self, which is from a new book, Tasha's Call- Cauldron of Everything, right? Correct. Um which is cool and dope. It has to do with like, kind of like finding an inner self and like it's your spirit. Honestly, what, when you read it, it sounded like spirit animal to me, right? Like, Ooh, what is my spirit animal? That sounds cool. Then you wanted to bring the race of tiefling because they're already kind of infernal and demon like. So then we got to rolling on the background and we got the personality trait of money and things have little value to me. And then we rolled ideal, which we got survival, which makes sense for a monster. And I am driven by simple things. Food, shelter, and companionship, which comes with a chaotic alignment. Totally fits. Um, And then for the bond, they're driven by needing to find what they used to be and who changed them. And then their flaw is they lash out when cornered or surprised. Then we got to rolling stats, and we rolled a 14 for strength, uh, 11 for dex, and then a 12 for con, and then an 8 for intelligence, an 8 for wisdom, and a big old nine for charisma those are all negative ones all of those are negative ones um oh actually wait no but tiefling will give us something my intelligence so tiefling intelligence goes up by one charisma goes up by two okay so there we go so that bumps up your charisma from a negative um it makes it 11 which is just a zero um your intelligence is still pretty pretty garbage pretty garbo um as is your wisdom I, I again kind of like this though. This doesn't feel that broken at all. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Well, then let's start making decisions. Where do you want to start? What jumps out to you as something that you like? And I want to figure that? out what this creature, this character, this tiefling was. Okay. Cool. So do they? <laughs> like that's literally their bond. So like. Yeah. yeah. 
So like in 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 that like because what I'll say to that point, we can do that, right? But either way, that is something that the character themselves they don't know, right? So we can figure it out, and that would be cool. But I would also think there is a way to play this where you just leave it up to your DM, right? We can essentially just say their story starts when they came to some sort of consciousness and sentience of a higher level after transforming. So if we want to go into figuring out what it was, we we can. And then because you could also give that to the DM. Just I'm saying, if the bond we're going to lean into that bond in some way, the I need to find out what I was implies that they do not know. Okay. So then I feel like this character just wakes up one day and is like, oh, I'm in a different body. We did I'm it. In a, I'm there in a monastery, is. and now they have to train me how to be a monk, but I'm too dumb. I'm too, my, my nature is to be a brute. Sure. And, and, and so this is where it's like, again, what we want to give to the – we can give the DM the like pre-made part of this. I just don't want it to imply – like – I don't want it to be like, oh, I know I used to be a demon, so I need to go out and like find where I used to be this like demon thing, or why am I this now? Like, does that make sense? Like, it, yeah. I don't want that to be like infect infect their main driving, at least beginning place, because their beginning place is to figure out what they used to be and why and who okay. changed them. Okay, so then let's ask the question: Why does this character know they used to be something else? They're something else. Good question. And to that point, I will respond with another question of. I think, how do we want to figure out that this monastery ties in? To your point, did they wake up and they're just in the monastery? Were they out in the wild in some weird place and all of a sudden they're just there and this monastery finds this wild, feral tiefling that they decide to take in? Because in those situations, we can decide who changed them, right? And we can give that as like a plot hook because if they wake up in the monastery... It'd be cool if someone in the monastery was fucking around with the astral self thing and like, you know what? Monsters have astral selves too of themselves. Look, I can mess with, oh my God, I turned it into a person. Like, <laughs> so it could be somebody there that did it. It could be somebody else that's another external force that we could play with. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's a fun. I do kind of like it being a um, another kind of force because if you look at Transform Monster, you get the choice of one of three languages which mm-hmm. are infernal, infernal, primordial, or abyssal. Ooh, and see, I think, I think in cho- in choosing one of those, we're making a, a, a choice on at least no. That's a, that's a clue for this person, right? Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying again. We can decide this thing used to be a beholder, so therefore it was. Uh, it speaks, I think, it's abyssal or something, yeah, sure. right? Like, so we can we can make those decisions. Um, I just don't want it to sway too much of this. But in choosing those, I think that's kind of at least giving a general direction of what they used to be. So is there one of those three that makes you a little bit more excited? I like Abyssal because that's what we're currently dealing with in uh, our Monday campaign okay. with, my, with my Archfiend friend. Mm-hmm. And I also say that that does help because Tieflings already get Infernal. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> this person um, speaks all the fucking dark languages. Yeah, yeah. Um. Cool. Let me click on Abyssal and just see, like, all right. So if they know Abyssal, then do we think, oh, I guess demons also speak Abyssal. Abyssal. Demons speak Abyssal. Devils speak Infernal. Okay. So that's the, that's the difference. Um, But I guess they're both written. Interesting. So these are, I'm looking at exotic languages in D&D and then they have three columns. There's language typical speakers and then script so apparently the language of abyssal 
and Infernal. The script of both is Infernal. Okay. So I'm assuming written down, they both are written the same way, but yeah. spoken differently. Gotcha. I, I guess. Sure. Um, but also, I guess with an intelligence of nine, you know, they're not like well learned in any of this. Um, but okay, so we're thinking then that this thing used to be a demon. Yes? Yes. Cool. Great. I like it. So this thing used to be a demon, and then did we decide if where where we wanted it to be? Um, like when it woke up, like what did it start? Um, like what's the first thing its sentient form remembers? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I guess I like the idea of being found. Kind of. Okay. I don't know. That I I I like that as. See, I like that as well. Um, but my thing is, we know for sure this thing gets found by this affer- uh, 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 astral self group, right? Of of monks in some way. And I think maybe we focus on that. Like, what do we think this monk group does? Are they your typical monastery that's isolated far away and trains in, like, you know, fighting techniques? I mean, already with this uh, astral self, we're getting a little bit of flavor text that is fun to play with. Um in right that they're they're more about like i would even say like astral projection right yeah play with this idea of like being able to leave your own self and there being a higher type being so like do we want it to be more it's not necessarily religious i I know what i I, I figured it out okay i cracked the code Ooh. so i've decided you can you can counteract me if you wish but i've decided that i've decided this person was found okay maybe they were just like a baby out in the woods they were small whatever and they get they get raised by this monastery who is trying to their whole thing like you said is trying to figure out how they can tap into their their astral selves they have this belief maybe there's some sort of deity within D that this ties into or something that there's something more to them they have a higher power that they can tap into and that's like this astral self all well, people no maybe all people but this okay. monastery they're trying to unlock that energy you know okay um and maybe throughout this uh, tiefling's life they're also going on the same path you know that kids would do and progressing through the training of this monastery and blah, blah 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 and when they hit a certain age and they tap into their astral self for the first time they expose that there's something wrong about them their astral self comes out and it's very demonic it's not it's different than everybody else's mm-hmm. which you know cliche and coming causes them to be maybe asked to leave the monastery like there's something wrong with you we don't, we're not going to continue your training and that's mm-hmm. when this person also realizes that there's something different about them which would make mm-hmm. sense with the bond they're trying to figure out why their mm-hmm. astral self was different than everyone else they were around dope i like that <laughs> so so this monastery is something that exists and it's about finding like essentially finding your spirit animal finding your the power within and like how that connects to not necessarily nature, but like this ash because the astral sea is a place in D okay. it's, it's it's a it's a it's a it's essentially like the great beyond, if I'm remembering correctly. Let me see. Astral C five E. Uh the astral plane. Uh the astral could be reached through any point of primary plane, first blah blah blah. blah. Uh oh it's, it, it is the space between everything. It is the road that goes everywhere. It is where you are when you aren't anywhere else. Interesting. That's that's what so it's like seen as like the 
thread between everything. Abominations are from there. Githyanki for, are from there. Um, which, are, I mean, to people that don't know D&D, &D, even some people that do know D&D, &D, those just sound like weird words. Um, <laughs> yeah. So time in the astral plane uh, flowed at the same rate as a prime material plane. Okay, we don't need to get to it. But it's like, so it's this idea of this interconnected... Like, so when you do mist or not misty step, there's a spell um, that puts people in the astral, like the, uh, um, oh yeah, like Drea, that, Drea does it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. like it's it, it's the space right next to our own that is like this like dimension. So like it would totally make sense that there's a monastery that's like we're honing into this. We want to be able to unlock the power that sits just tangential to our own plane, right? It's this, mm -hmm. like yeah. So in in doing that, I think it is. <laughs> I'm just imagining like. 13-year-old kids, you know, practicing, training, doing karate and all this, and they're attempting to release their astral thing. All of a sudden, it's a demon. And they're like, yep. whoa. <laughs> the the, the um, We've never yeah. had that happen before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Usually, it's like a bear or like an eagle or like even sometimes like you'll get like an angelic presence or something like out there. But like yours is literally like uh, um, a bulg, bul uh, like just a giant demon thing. It's like, that's not, it's not right. Yeah, like we don't want to tap into the evil and see what could be fun as if we wanted to. There could be a, another monastery that's like, nah, there's a dark side to the astral sea. There's like <laughs> like a more demonic side that they seek out. But I don't know. That's that's just me talking a bunch. I like what you set up. It made me excited. Do we <laughs> I can tell do we I can tell by your head movements a lot of a lot of this. So excited <laughs> for this all coming to Twitch. Watch out. Um <laughs> Do we want to then maybe figure out who, why they were changed or what it was that, that changed them? I know I said earlier, like, we don't have to and we can leave it up to the DM, but it could be fun to, like, figure that out and then, like, again, hand that over to the DM and be like, here we go. Here, here's what I think the, the evil thing that is going on that I will need to discover. Yeah, I'm comfortable with discussing it a little bit, but I don't think mm -hmm. we have to come up with a concrete idea. Correct. I agree. I don't think we need, like, it was this person. His name's Dave. He lives over here. Like, I yeah, think yeah. it's just this idea of, like, he, they're generally doing this. We don't know why, and I was affected by it. Yeah. My first um, thought that pops into my head is maybe they just weren't evil enough. Maybe they had a little bit, just a little touch of empathy that made, like, their abyssal master mad. It was like, get the okay. fuck out. You, you need to get rid of that shit if you're going to come back to this, to homeland. <laughs> Okay. Well, the one thing I'll say is, I guess I'm trying to think if, if, so they, they know, if the, is the abyss a good place to be? Like, are the beings there? Do they want, like, do they want to be there? Oh, that's a good question. I would guess no. Doesn't sound like a happy place. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too, is like, if it's, if it's, if it's from the abyss, um, I don't know if necessarily we need to say that like it was there, right? And it gets like kicked out of it. Um, it could it could be something along the lines of it was a creature from the abyss that escaped here, and then somebody else decided to try and do, um, um, did something to it once it was on the material plane, right? Because demons will get out of the abyss from time to time, and you know that's how you have different campaigns will fight against them. Yeah. Um. But if we want to say it was a creature that was in the abyss at the time, and there is a hierarchy of some sort amongst demons, um, 
that we could say, you know, to your point, someone got pissed at a certain demon and kicked it out. But like, that almost seems like, yeah, do it. I don't want to be down here. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like it's a terrible place. I mean, Asmodeus fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pazuzu's mentioned the things I'm reading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's like infinite, infinite amount of layers. Yeah. Demons are most, most of its inhabitants. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Demogorgons control several layers. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's right. There, there's even like, like you have servants, like, like different, like higher creatures have lower ones that serve underneath them. Um, and so like, what could be interesting is if what actually, and so, uh, let me go back and read the bond again. So the bond is, I need to find out what I was and who changed me. What if this is a, like a lower level demon of some sort that through some happenstance got free and then in order to hide here was changed into this and in trying to figure out what they used to be and who changed them, they alert their former master to where they are mm. and and they're pissed <laughs> and they're like, you son of a bitch, you've been like you owe you like you signed some sort of contract or deal or whatever with me to the point where you're supposed to be in my servitude and you broke that and I haven't been able to find you but in exploring your astral self you have revealed like you know yourself to me um, that doesn't really answer who changed them but I think it gives us a fun hook of like the more they dig a, into it yeah it does give a fun hook and it also just gives any DM that would want to take this over as a good starting ground yeah so right. I like that because, I like that as well and then what we could even say is there like maybe there there's someone that got away and they were like a small imp of some sort in this plane and they knew they were wanted and there was just because again the the transforming a monster into another thing it could be a wizard it could be just a random person that like in some way shape or form like did a trade with this thing or it could yeah. be a, a, a maybe a god of some sort that looked down and was like oh I'll have mercy on this one little thing like in nature it did one good so i'll give it another chance to live a better life like yeah so so that so then what we have is two invested parties in this character right we have the one that feels like they own them and they they need to come back to this evil side and then there could be i mean i don't know if you want it to be a wizard if you want it to be a god if you want it to be something that was like oh i gave you a second chance i gave you a chance to be something better prove that you know like your 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 spirit your astral self in all of this isn't always you know infernal or uh, yeah. abyssal isn't always yeah. as deep like you can be something else the one thing i want to say is that you know if if you decide to go the route that this monster that this person used to be was something small like an imp or something like that then i would want to say that the astral self the visage comes out as whoever the owner is Ooh. so like yeah. it could be like the, well, a visage of like pazuzu or something it's like a visage of an imp coming out isn't that scary or cool no yeah well and that's where it's like <laughs> i think there are I'm trying to think i'm trying to look at, at at lower level demons that are still um uh, uh i mean I, look, I looked up i found this demon the other earlier today let me find them again um ba -ba -ba. I think if you search, let me see if I can. Go. 
Okay. You have one of these things. I'm going to post this link in our document that we share so you can tell, pull it up as well. Tell me the name. What's the name? It's a gore. A gore? Yeah. So go to that Forgotten Realms link as posted. Oh, okay. Okay. So in describing this, since it's an audio format for our listeners, uh, <laughs> a gore essentially looks like a demonic um, minotaur. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yep. It's got hooved feet, like cloved hooved feet. Um, it's got horns coming out of its head that are rather straight and lots of fangs. Uh, has a humanoid bipedal stance. Um, has fur over the groin area. Very muscular. And in its face, instead of it being more bull-like, it just looks demonic with large elf-like ears. No, bigger than elf ears. Like Those are those really kind of flesh out. Um, it has a challenge rating of 12. <laughs> woof. Okay. It's alignment. So, it's always chaotic evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking at, so uh, as far as their... The, these types of creatures usually in society, it says, among the many creations of bah- Bahamut? No, that's, that'd no, be ba- just like Baphomet. Ba- Baphomet? Yeah, Bahamut's the good god. Anyways, that's why I was confused. Yeah. Gores were seen as a sign of his favor. They worked among both ogres and minotaurs alike, as well as with any renegade giants that joined Baphomet's cause. They also reduced or recited... recited. Yup, within the Tower of Science in the Endless Maze, like other experiments uh, of the Horned Lord. So, we can say the Horned Lord is essentially the one, so Baphomet, I'm assuming. Let's see, let's do a quick Googs. Quick little Googs on Baphomet. Why is this not letting me copy this? There we go. Oh, jeez. Dude, this guy, look at Baphomet, and look at the first, like, images. This is, like, based on it. This is a I, I. This is literally who the satanic, like the the actual real say, uh, 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 satanists worship. <laughs> this is another name for him. Oh really? Yep. He looks pretty dope. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. I guess I should have put D and D five E in here so I don't end up on a watch list. I um, did put D and D. You didn't. I did not. Um. I that's oh. why I got actual pictures of the satanic, satanic gotcha. uh, church. Um. So yeah, so this could be the one he maybe got away from. And so again, it also talked about this endless maze, right? And so maybe this creature was in this endless maze and some other adventuring group or someone else came down through here or whatever and he was just uh, like got in their path in some way and ended up helping them. And in helping them, he was then given a a chance that like he was transformed into this other thing um, and then sent out, out, out of here. So Sure. I'm not making this any thing, concrete decisions because I think we said we weren't yeah, gonna, yeah. but we're spitballing ideas for people. Yes. But yes, um, but I like this. I like the the idea that w- the like the way this creature would fit in. So yeah, th- th- this is probably then what his astral self looks like when it comes out. That's what I want. That's the only thing I want out of this character is their astral self or their visage or whatever to look fucking like a demonic badass. So, yep. That's all well, my. That's all I hope and aspire for this character. There you go, a gore <laughs> from. Baphomet within the Tower of Science trapped in an endless maze. That's where they usually are found. So Fun. C- cool. So did you write all that down? All of our suggestions and spitballing? No. But I'll eventually no, write down Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'll write it down. Not right now, but I know what it is. Cool. Then what other decisions do you want to try is. and make? Um, what's their alignment? Chaotic, chaotic law neutral? Chaotic lawful. Chaotic lawful. 
<laughs> and just like that, the world imploded. Um, we always say Kak neutral, but I feel like he's going to be fighting against, you know, the chaotic evil if he's a gore, if he's a gore, if they are a gore, agoraphobic. I mean, I would think within them, right, the, the depending on the teaching of the teachings of the monastery of the astral self, that would be what then like he was taught, right? So like he was raised in this environment um, to try and fight against those urges. And then, so yeah, so I mean, I guess he's in the chaotic neutral and like his astral self is chaotic evil, but he yeah. himself as a tiefling wants to be not that and wants to try and be something different. Um, so, yeah. How old are they? How old do you think they would be when they start, like, destroy? So, that's the one thing I think if we want to maybe hone down a little bit more. We said he was just kind of found by this monastery. Was he found as an infant in the woods? Or did he have some time of, like, doing some bad shit and then, like, they found him and tried to reform him? Um, bad shit. Maybe, okay. I don't want, I don't want this character to be a kid, but I also don't think they'd be full grown by the time they had like their first astral experience. So maybe like I don't know, a, a coming of age age like seventeen, eighteen. Well, or I'm trying like to look. I'm trying to look at uh, tieflings, tieflings age at the same rate as humans. There we go. So then, yeah. So yeah. So do we want to say they were found at like the age of like eight, nine, and then they spent a decade there, or seven, seven or eight? They they spent a decade there, and so they're late teenagers going and turning into like going on their own finding themselves type shit yes and so for like seven to eight years they kind of were just these like not necessarily feral but like child of the of uh <laughs> um i say child of the street a street urchin yeah like a street or or we can even say that like when transformed into this thing they were five six already like they don't have any memories before that they just remember um being that certain age on the streets and then they were brought into the monastery and that's where they tried to get about better. A, yeah, and then it took about a decade before they the astral self-training kind of kicked in and they had their first oops. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, with that, and I think what could be fun here for a player is whatever you want to do within the monastery, whatever other NPCs you want to say you had a connection with or like had a mentor-like figure, that's totally up to you. Come up with whoever you want that to be. And again, for the DM as well, it could be like, oh, this is an established monastery here, and here are some people that helped you that are invested in your shit. I, I would encourage some of that because I think that would help because that's the part of this backstory that you can come up with that won't affect the big plot hooks for the DM to really uh, yeah. play with. So yeah, essentially the main thing is the monastery tried to teach them to be good, and then at a certain point just gave up. Yep, <laughs> and kicked them out because it's like you're corrupting other people or you're scaring other people away. Yeah, like we're not going to deal with your issues. It's more than just being the, that you're a tiefling. Like I think maybe that's even a thing. Is like they try, like since tiefling do have um, what's it called? Prejudice like, against them. Pre- yeah, prejudice against them. They they try to seek them out and, and, and like, appeal to their better nature, right? And try and, like, teach, like, it, it's it's not exactly the most politically correct way to go about dealing with prejudice against people, but, like, trying to make them, like, accepted and feel like, no, you are okay. You are better. Like, it's just learn to deal with the way people are going to see you and, like, don't play into those things. And so there might be, like, a group of tiefling monks like this that they try and do that with, and then this... 
this one is just like no no like no. i don't know what it is there's 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 like in studying your astral self there's there's an evil to that that we're just we're not gonna and, deal uh, with we're gonna step yeah. away from that and again what could even be cool is if you have this mentor like figure that disagrees with the overall organizations and like hates that they were afraid to do this and like they're still invested in you enough to give you like resources or check in on you or like stuff like that to the point where they don't want you to be all by yourself but can't go against the rest of the monastery that you know is trying to better its own organization yeah if that makes sense for show for show what do they look like i don't know why i'm asking you it's me but yeah i would say it's your character i like tieflings i like purple tieflings okay blue and yellow purple tieflings do we want it to be covered in tattoos and potentially uh peacock like tattoos that have different like nine different eyes tattooed on it what are you trying to reference something i don't understand yes some people get it you're the fucking you're so dumb (laughs) (laughs) again back at it with the same shit making critical role references that nathan doesn't get yep nathan doesn't (laughs) fucking care um, so purple tiefling, what else, like, is it just that, just it, they're just purple, or do you want... A naked purple tiefling. Constantly naked. They're, ooh, they're also a nudist, I like it. Slight curved horns, they have horns, right? Yep, they are, have curved horns. They're Perfect. rounded, cool. usually. Cool, this is only has, like, one loop. Okay. I guess <laughs> not all of them, I'm looking at some other pictures. <laughs> um, kind of pointy teeth. Small tail. I was trying to think of like leather clothes. Okay. Tattered cape. Ooh, okay. Nice. Do I want to have a staff of any sort? Monks usually have some sort of finesse. Ooh, so they can do shillelagh? Yes, exactly. Small staff for shillelagh. Fortunately. Um, maybe they have a hat. You know what'd be cool? What if we got him like one of those old school like paperboy hats? I just think that'd be funny. <laughs> There's <laughs> a name for those that I can't think of right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's your character. You want him to have it? So he's in all leather with a leather cape and one of those hats? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why he has that hat. I like it. Maybe it's his way of trying to blend in. Okay. Has paper boy hat. Has paper boy hat. I like it. Now there's one last thing we need to discuss. Well, hang on, before we're done with this, so it's all dark leather, right? So he's all very just like dark, like black. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. And now we're getting to your favorite part. Yeah, I don't know what to call this little bitch, little bastard, okay. little. To help, I will give questions here. Again, if he was a street child. Of some sort. He probably has like a name that he just either gave himself or people called him. Or you could go with what the mo- monastery then decided to give him as a name. That's where Aladdin. I, I mean, we can. Prince like, Ali. His last name, handsome is he. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's his middle name. His last name is Ali Ababwa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know. Names. 
He's definitely well, not. We're definitely not giving him a given a name and a chosen name. And well, that's what I'm saying. But fucking... like, those are the two places that like, because you got to think if he doesn't have parents and wasn't like born, it's not like no, oh, that. you are David. You yeah, know, yeah, it's like so. Those are the two places that could have come from. We could say the monastery gave him a boring name, right? But like, also he could just have what people yelled at him as he was a street urchin child or like out in the woods and like what they were afraid of. So his name could be like fucker. Get out of my trash, fucker. I, yep. I mean, I was thinking something more fantasy and less like like <laughs> vulgar. I feel like that's something a cast member of Critical Role would give their given name. I think I think that's a Laura Bailey choice. Is it? If I were to pick one of them, I think Laura Bailey would do something like that. Okay. I'm just letting you have that. <laughs> sure. Um. Uh, so what's the the god's name is Baphomet or whatever that's the bad dude yes so Baphomet is the one that he escaped from yeah annoyingly like has this maze down there that is missing one of its workers (laughs) one employee and it all goes to shit right your your demons are your position's valuable down in the the abyss yeah really it it, it ties the whole maze together yeah (laughs) You were the one to direct them in different directions. Which way to the castle? <laughs> Technically, Bowie both shows are... up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it's like. Do you want it to be like? What What are some of the demon names in that? Right? Because I mean, he could just innately still feel like he he. This is his what name. He his name to. could be Jim Henson. Ooh, sure, it could be. No, it's not going to be anything that's tied to his former self because he doesn't know anything about his demon self. Sure. I think the, the monastery gave him some stupid name. Okay. Uh, just fucking... What do you think? <laughs> um, do we think the monastery is in a very civilized area, like a big big city, or do we think it's like on the outskirts and or like they kind of travel around or like... What do you think? established in a city and like well-respected and renowned or kind of out there hippie traveling around or like out in the mountains and like built their own thing and they're like kind of isolated away i don't think they're isolated but i don't think they're like in the middle of the city okay so kind of a smaller um call him gregor right because he also like it could tie into being a gore gregor gregory yeah Nah. I don't know. <laughs> also, if you wanted his horn, so like, do we want it? Okay, this is kind of a sidetrack thing, but when I'm looking at this gore thing again, this demon, their horns are straight, right? And yeah. you said the, the tiefling horns are rounded. Do we want to do yeah. it so in, with his astral self, his horns actually straighten out? That'd be <laughs> like, cool. As, as that thing takes over. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Let, I would just say give him a name of some sort and like, I would say this monastery, just to make it a little pretentious, if you like this, could have like a second part to it, right? Like they don't have a a, a a family name, but since they're trying to essentially save these people and get them in tune with their their uh, um, astral selves, maybe when they do see that this thing comes out as a gore, it's something the gore, or like maybe they're even trying to like they're the redeemed, or they're so and so the like senator, yeah, or so and so like like giving it like. I don't know. Another layer to it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, but let's just name 
them. Name Googling. generator. Here we yep. go. Googling it. I, I love the I love the the battle you have within of how much you don't care about this, but also do like the I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't care enough to actually want to do it, but also it has to be right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's click this list. Oh, go back. Oh God, what's happening? I'm scared. I'm just looking at okay. tiefling names. Toggle this list. That's going. This is a. Wow! Why this is all so much? (laughs) What did you look up? I looked up a World of Warcraft name generator and chose a monk, and it's all like Zhang Wan Light Sleeper, Zhang Min Half Stream. Well, so like just look, just look at the like the like the second parts of those, right? And just be yeah. like, so like I, I'm almost kind of thinking too that like maybe within like this group of tiefling, like they give them more of like a, a tiefling. Ooh, I kind of like. <laughs> Go ahead. This name is Bay Shu Tranquil Guts, but this person could just be Bay Shu, and people call him Bay. <laughs> Do you want to go with that? <laughs> kind of. Okay. You can just call me Bay. Do you want it to be like Beishu the Awakened or Beishu the something? No, like I don't want any of that Beishu? garbage. Okay, so just Beishu. Yeah, but it's one name, not two. So it's Beishu. But people call him Bay. His first name's Bay, last name's Shu. No, it's his first name's just Beishu. Just one name, Beishu. Got yep. it. Done. Perfect. Great. We did it. I wish we would have timed it. People can call me Bay. Oh, it took at least five, seven minutes. We were close okay. to an hour when we started this conversation. Now we're at an hour seven. All right. Oof, I'm sweating sweating over here I'm excited now though the name almost sucked the energy out of me but now I'm back I'm back baby guess who's back 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 to this bit again Nathan's back 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 he's committed to this episode so so. (laughs) it's the only way he's gonna talk now for the rest of it is in that format (laughs) um all right cool do we think there's anything else? Nothing. We got a role play now. That's scary. I haven't done that in a while. I have to, I have to find a voice for this character. How tall are uh, they? That's up to you. Tieflings are normal human size, I believe. Really? Size. Are about the same size and build as humans. Your size is medium. 5'10". Just short, per- short person. I mean, that's average height. Yeah. That has to be average height because I'm above average height. So You're not. I am. Nope. I am. Nope. Mm-hmm. Spencer, nope. you ask. If you ask me, I am. <laughs> <laughs> if, you ask, if you ask me, I'm the billionaire owner of Apple Computers. Well, see, that's just a lie. Nope. <laughs> that can be not proven. You, not if you ask me. That can, be, that can be proven to be not factual. Nope. I could pass a lie detector. I to believe be fair, it in my heart you, of hearts. You are in a black shirt, so you do kind of look like Tim Cook. <laughs> Who is the actual billionaire owner of I know. Show your face, all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they're five ten. Got this this tiefling that used to actually be a demon. Anything else? Find... Nope. I just have to find their voice now. I guess. Okay. Look through your drawers. It could just be and, me. Uh, Hello. Beishu. It's me. <laughs> all right. I got to remember what the bar looks like. It's been a while. I can so. go through a remodel. 
Oh yeah, maybe it's now just like they actually sold out, and it's really it's been bought out by Marriott, and so it's like it's just an actual a Marriott establishment. Gross. <laughs> Gross. All right. Well, I guess this is uh, this is where we get to it. So we are back in Podcastria. It is now coming up uh, right out of winter into the springtime here, and it's it's a little moist. I mean, the the streets are a little wet and muddy. They haven't really solidified their cobblestone, but still, when it when it rains and there's some snow on the ground, it, it kind of dampens the whole area, especially in the lower parts of uh, Podcastria that aren't as. Uh, wealthy and can't afford to maintain as consistently. They wait until the winter is done to do a thorough cleaning of all of the city. And uh, City Tavern's kind of right in the I don't know middle class area of the city where it's not not too nice not not too bad either but it's, it's right by one of the main entrances to the city because they usually get most of their visitors and or customers right, right as they enter. Um and on this nice, fine morning, um, it's a little gray and overcast and a, l- a little bit chilly. There's a little bit of a breeze uh, that is blowing through the city, and it's it's not too busy. Um, it's the middle of the week, and you know it's just kind of normal hustle and bustle going on. Uh, and inside the CD Tavern, there, there's the, a few guests coming and going. There's no special events anymore. They've put some of the new money that they've gotten from the busy craziness uh, of the past few months from people being murdered in the hotel to drunken Santas harassing people on the stage. Surprisingly, it's been drawing more attention to the CD Tavern. So they, they've they kind of been waxing down all the floors and it's a little bit more refined and the wood bar top is now stained and nice and they have a new sets of glasses that they've got behind the counter so it's not as stained and dirty anymore and They've actually started implementing a uniform uh, as well for some of the the bartenders here. And so it's just like a nice vest. It's like a nice uh, green vest that is like a deep hunter's green. Um, And on it, there's a nice embedded or uh, embroidered uh, CD that are kind of like put into each other um, interlocking. And it's then in, in a nice like circle that is like kind of wrapped with ivory. Or uh, ivy, not ivory. Um, and so, yeah, so they have these vests now. And behind the counter, we see our large half-elf friend, uh, Barry. And his vest uh, is, well, it's the largest one they had. <laughs> and it's still a little bit tight uh, on him. He's wearing a nice white, like, cloth shirt underneath it as he is back there. You you see him just kind of cleaning up and, and, and moving some of the, the glasses around. He's interacting with a few guests that have questions. Um and yeah, it's 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 pretty quiet. There's there's no one else really in here at this point in early, uh, early morning, late, uh, not quite afternoon yet. Uh, and in through the front door walks a younger purple uh, tiefling that uh, is an all black leather <laughs> with a with a nice cape behind him. It's a little tattered, uh, and he's got his paperboy hat on. And what does Beishu do? Um. Beishu just kind of looks around and decides that the best 
these uh, they're hungry, right? They, they haven't eaten anything in a little bit. They've been traveling for a while. So they walk up to um, the bar and take a seat and kind of wait to be approached. They're kind of keeping to themselves a little bit. All right. So as, as they kind of sit down at the far end of the bar, uh, Barry is, is, is still talking with uh, a half-orc individual. Uh, it looks like they're exchanging uh, for the night that the, the half-orc had just said. And he just kind of looks at it. Oh, I'll be right, be right with you. Uh, and then he kind of looks back at the half-orc and finishes up and, oh, all right, uh, yeah, you too. And then the half-orc kind of walks out past you. And then Barry puts the, the gold coin away um, and then turns over to the tiefling and goes, oh, hello, uh, young little little fellow. Uh, what, what, what can I do for you this morning? Um, could I just uh, have some food and something to drink, please? Uh, well, yeah, sure. Uh, well, what, 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 what would you like? Uh, anything right now, really? Anything? I'm not. Uh, I'm just. I'm very, very hungry. Please. Oh well, we actually. Uh, okay. Um, uh, how, how much are you willing to spend? We're, we're expanding a little bit of our menu here, and uh, right now we're coming into the lunch special of the day, and uh, well, we have like sandwich and soup combos that we could get you that uh, are a pretty good deal. But we get like a half sandwich and and a bowl of soup or. There's nicer things as well. Uh, we could get um, like a rack of ribs of some sort. Um, so uh, Beishu kind of re- looks in like one of his po- one of their pockets and uh, says, "I wasn't uh, sent with much. I don't have a lot. So I guess whatever, um, whatever's the cheapest." Uh, um, oh, okay. Uh, let, let, let me go see what's in the in, in the back. For you, and you wanted something to drink. I don't. You're not old enough to. You just want water. Or do, yeah. Or do well, I mean, yeah. Just I'm just water's fine. All right. Uh, okay. And he just kind of grabs a pitcher of water back there that has some ice in it and pours you a glass and sets it down. I drink okay. it right oh. away. I grab it like weirdly oh. quickly and start just kind of drinking oh. it quickly. Dude. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave you the pitcher. And he just kind of leaves the, the pitcher of, of ice water there on the counter as he kind of then runs to the back. Um, and you just kind of sit there looking around. Um, and again, there's there's like a couple that's sitting at like a booth kind of up by the stage uh, to the right of the door. So on the other side of the bar. Um, and no one else is really in here. You hear some like noise in the back kitchen area. Like there's a few people back there uh, engaging. And, you, and then you hear the door kind of swing back open uh, and Barry kind of comes out with uh, a plate that just kind of has some like two, uh, two loaves of bread uh, on it. And he walks in and goes, uh, well, th- th- this is uh, a bread we had actually from last night uh, that uh, apparently uh, we don't want to use for the sandwiches today that we we're just going to kind of toss out. Uh, I can give you this for, for nothing on, on the house, but uh, as far as the sandwiches for the day go, there's apparently a ham and like Gouda cheese of some sort. Um, that, that, though, will run you at least three to four silver. If you want it with soup as well, the it becomes the four silver. And the soup today is some sort of uh, tomato bisque, I believe. Um, the bread, the bread's fine, thank you, but, um, is there anything I can do to, to maybe earn some food around here? Oh, well, well, actually, uh, I, I, what is it that you that you're looking to do? What, what what can you do? I mean, there's like a job board back there, but I don't know if you're really <clears throat> old enough to to be the type to 
try and go out and I don't know I know there's some some places that have some issues with wild animals on their farms um, and there's also I think children that uh, you know apparently just go missing in parts of the town classic uh, you know right on the edge of the wilderness and uh, everyone always needs some kind of help uh, is that the type of things you're looking for because those are usually dangerous I don't know I don't know what I what I'm looking for it's also confusing what but do you want to want to talk about it? What are you, what are you con- confused about there, little, little guy? Also, what is, what is your name? My name's Barry. And he kind of extends a hand. Stick sausage fingers. Reach out to um, you. I don't, shake his, I don't shake his hand, but I do say, um, my name's uh, uh, Beishu, but you can just call me Bay. All right. Well, Bay, where, where, where is your family? Uh, what, what, what is it that you're confused about? I haven't I seen you in here before. I don't think I have a family, really. Like, I don't think I have a, a mom and dad. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not exactly a, a doctor by any means, but I'm pretty sure everyone has, <laughs> has some sort of family. I don't know. At my, least like a mom and dad. My earliest memory is kind of being with this this group of people but I'm not quite sure how I got there, and now they've recently kind of, the word they used was exiled me. Uh, uh, what what group of people was this? I'm not too sure what they called themselves, but they were doing a lot of like work with trying to figure out the different parts within themselves, I think. And I was going through some of the training, and it didn't make that much sense to me. But I training. found, yeah, and then I, and I found some of myself, and it it, uh, it kind of scared the people I was with, and they said oh. they couldn't help me anymore, and sent me on my way, and now I'm here eating this leftover bread and this dirty water. Um, first of all, I think the water's not dirty. I mean, the glass might be a little bit... Uh, were you in a cult? It kind of sounds like this might have been a little bit of... Like, are you familiar with what cults are? No. Okay, yeah, that's probably a good sign that it might have been a cult, if you don't... Um, <clears throat> look, um, how, uh, was this in, in Podcastria, here in town? Not in this town, but, I mean, I walked here as the first... You wa- so this you, is the first place I found. You walked from like okay, wow. How long were you? Oh, jeez. Um, so when you say like a way to earn food, you're looking like for a normal work job. Like you're just how old are you? Seventeen. <sighs> okay. Well, <clears throat> look, I I don't run run this place, but I've been working here for a, a, quite quite some some time, uh, and I, I'm close with, with parents, and uh, we've been doing a bit of a, a renovation and, like, upkeep around here, and uh, I, I, I mean, there might be a need for some sort of, like, bus uh, 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 is that someone that takes bags, like a bag boy, not to, uh, up to rooms and, and, and things like that to kind of help out with uh, the customers, because we do have more people staying in the rooms now that they're a little bit up 
kept. We had to, uh, completely, uh, well, <clears throat> redecorate one. Uh, some stains are hard to get out of wood. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, that, that might be a, a potential option for you. Is that, with this group that you were with, what did they teach you about, I don't know, people and how to interact? What were you trying to unlock within yourself? Um, they they spoke a lot about um, I think it was the the uh, the astral plane um, okay. and trying to trying to find our our astral self. Um, it all didn't make too much sense to me, but uh, apparently there's different parts of ourselves that ex- exist within um, different planes, I suppose, and uh, I guess that was something that they were trying to tap into to give themselves a better understanding and maybe more power. But when I tried to do it, uh, they didn't like what they saw, I guess. Okay. But so this isn't like something where if it's like, I don't know, you're around people on a daily basis that you might potentially, I don't know, harm them. I mean, I've never harmed anyone, but... I do have bad dreams sometimes. Oh, well, I mean, I think that's kind of normal. I have, <laughs> we all have dreams, especially when we're a little more stressed, you know. Um, you, I, you, know what of, you, you have dreams of torturing people too? Uh, <clears throat> no, 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 that's, listen, Beishu, um, <clears throat> Because I have dreams of darkness and screams and and pain that I'm pretty sure I'm the cause of, and I don't know why, and that's all I really ever dream about when I do dream, and sometimes I feel like it's flooding into who I am, and other times I can keep it at bay, but I just... You know, I don't know. I don't know if that's normal. I don't know who, what's going. I don't know if. I don't know if I belong have, uh, anywhere. No, yeah, I'm gonna say that's not normal. Um, I would <clears throat> look. I don't know how Terrence might feel about um <clears throat> bringing on n- new new people right now, and uh, I I would just go on and also say uh, I know it could probably be tough for uh tiefling uh, like yourself uh we, we we had one here at one point uh, that worked the stage as like an entertainer of some sort but um i don't <clears throat> i uh, i wouldn't tell people about um those uh, well dreams that uh, you think you have i i would just try to um <clears throat> keep that to yourself because i feel like that's not going to help with people's hesitancy towards people with horns like yourself okay all that being said i know uh <clears throat> for me if i feel like i'm having uh, a, a hard time sleeping or uh, dreams uh, a, a warm glass of milk will usually help in having i don't know i'm a bit of a cuddler so like having something to wrap my arm around or or, or, or something along those lines usually uh help do 
have you... I'm not a... I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I, I'm gonna... Did you want a sandwich or something? You see Barry's just now, like, kind of sweating. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think... I think I can afford a sandwich. I don't know. I've got this much. And I kind of reach into my pocket and put down, like, a couple silver. That, 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 that'll, that'll be fine. I'll take care of the rest. And, uh... Do you have anywhere <clears throat> I can stay? Oh, well, um... I don't. We have rooms here, uh, little little bay. But um, I don't know if uh, if that's all the money you have. I don't think that would be enough to uh, well stay in one of these places. Unfortunately, uh, Terence does come in uh, later, and I really I could uh, maybe you could talk to him once once he comes in about potentially doing something maybe maybe we could just have you clean up at night or help set it's up okay. in the morning so i understand i don't want to be a burden i'll just have my sandwich and i'll be on my way are you sh- i feel uh, I'll, I'll go i'll go grab something from from the from the back and he kind of just then like shuffles away kind of like awkwardly looking back over at you just, you know, not really sure if he can trust you uh, at this point. Just kind of, like, he even kind of, like, pushes open the back door and you hear him kind of shout into the back, like, uh, Kevin, is it, do you have, what? And then he, as he's doing this, he's constantly, like, looking back there and looking back over at you and just like, do we have, what sandwich, yeah, that one? No, it's fine. It doesn't matter. That's done? Oh, okay, yeah, just put it, no, bring it over. Okay, yeah, and then he just kind of finally runs into the back and the door swings shut. And then... <laughs> He he then kind of comes back out, like looking directly at where you're sitting as he comes back out through the door with a plate and a bowl. And it's just like, <laughs> all right. And then he sets down in front of you just a half sandwich of ham, lettuce, some Gouda cheese, tomatoes on it. And then like a, a very sloppily filled bowl of like red, very, very thick uh, tomato bisque soup that looks like it was just kind of sloshed in. And it's like kind of over the rim a little bit as well. And it sets them down. Uh, this this will be fine. And uh, I, again, I, I don't want to just throw you back out on the street. Um, so if if Terrence comes in by the time you're done with that, maybe talk to him. He's a little... No, fellow. I'll point him over to you, or maybe even just come back in tomorrow, uh, as as well. I, again, I, I want to help, but I, I don't. Okay. D- well, I can, I can wait. I mean, I've got nowhere else to go, so I promise I won't bother anyone. I'll just stay in here and at the end of this, at the end of the bar, and eat this food. And once I'm done, I, I won't be a, a bother to anyone. All, all right. Uh. That's probably for the for the best, and just you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll if you need anything else, just just uh, I don't know, raise a hand or, or holler. I can come over. And again, just well, probably don't talk about the dreams. That okay. Would be... Okay, Barry, I'm sorry. I'm just no, no. You're again. I'm <clears throat> just, and I look up. I look up at Barry, and I look him in the eyes, and I say, "I'm just as scared as you are." Oh, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not scared. That doesn't help. It really almost makes it kind of worse. Um, all right. Um, do you want some more water? I'll go try and get clean water. And he just kind of grabs the pitcher, which is still kind of somewhat full. And he just grabs it and walks over to the sink and dumps it out and just 
it's kind of filling it up and trying to not like look at you but keep you in his like peripheral vision um, and i i eat my sandwich but i'm not as like ravenous about it as what was with the water i'm kind of more delicate with the food and taking my time and kind of like just looking at it like i haven't eaten anything like this before like this isn't the kind of meal i'm accustomed to mm-hmm. um so that's that's what i how i eat the food and yeah all right barry barry comes back and just refills the glass a little bit and goes oh all right uh well bay uh i'm going to just continue cleaning up and and, and setting up uh the other rooms for, for for the day i'm gonna trust you here all right yeah just thank you i'm not gonna do anything okay good um uh, I'll, I'll I'll be around. And he just kind of runs to the back into the the kitchen area, um, and then so like he's now walking around throughout the day, like moving stuff and doing things. And um, he always kind of shoots like an eye over at you, just to kind of like it's a weird mix of like checking in to see if you're okay, but also like did he set anything on fire? Is anything burning? <laughs> um, and that's that's kind of yeah, it kind of goes on for a few hours. People come and go. It's kind of like just Bay sitting at the end of this bar as people kind of pass around him and, and move him on. Like, not many people really recognize this this smaller, like, individual sitting here at the end of the bar if he doesn't call any attention to himself. And that's, that's kind of where we see Bay, just kind of blending in now with the, the city here. So, yeah. Yep. And scene. And scene. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, was... that was fun. I enjoyed that. It was, I was trying, like, I, I, I kind of assumed that would be a good way to go with the, like, okay, what if we try and get him, like, a job here at, like, the tavern? And Barry was totally like, oh, yeah, I can help. I can do that. Like, and then there's, like, the dream thing. And it's like, uh, that's not good. <laughs> I kind of I wanted to play into, like, a, a naivety, a naiveness yeah. to this character. Yeah. So, like, in my mind, this character doesn't think anything's wrong with them they're trying to figure out what the hell's going on just as much as everyone else is and they're just reacting yeah. to the way people react to them so it's like you know something happened that i don't understand these people didn't like it so i got kicked out and now i'm kind of here you know with with not a high wisdom and not a high intelligence i think this character can just be very naive to what's yeah. going on even within themselves you know yeah i agree and 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 and, and i like that um with with bay um it's 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 an interesting dynamic to have and i think also in unlocking it and wanting to figure out more about it within himself definitely then makes it also something for us. Again, it's a DM gives me ways to like, here's how it starts to go in. Like, here's how your dreams affect you. Here's how, when you use that, how it like manifests and here's like things you're slowly like, cause it's almost like, I wouldn't say it's like amnesia, but like you could play with as you, how you remember things and what, what triggers them. And like, again, and innately as a, as a tiefling, people are kind of afraid or necessarily. It depends on how you want to play it. There's some DMs yeah. that are like, oh, no, tieflings, they're shunned. And it's like, but then also you have campaigns where it's like, yeah, it's a fantasy world. They see tieflings. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, just in this situation, I'd like how I was trying to play it off is this idea of like, yeah, tieflings are fine, but like, there's still people that innately are like, wait, you have like, like tieflings like interacting like, as like all the time. Like, there's not like, it's not like tiefling communities, right? It's not like, oh, this is totally just a whole tiefling civilization. Like, there's families and they're part of it. But I think there's still probably a bad reputation that they have, as unjust as it might be. Yeah, um, probably. 
So yeah, that's where I was like, if you have a tiefling that's talking about dreams of torturing people, <laughs> it's probably it's probably not great as Darkness compared to screams. Yeah, because I mean, anyone having those dreams, red flag, definitely red flag. You know, <laughs> definitely don't want that as a thing. But if you have a tiefling going around saying that, it just seems like it's amplified by the fact that it's like, well, we know you have like some weird family history of some sort with demons. But this, I, but back back onto the being naive aspect. This person was transformed into a tiefling. So exactly. They have, they have a very low understanding of how the outside world is going to perceive them outside exactly. of the monastery. Exactly. So he's yeah. just going to be and like, I, yeah, I've got these really weird dreams that kind of bother me, and sometimes they affect how I act throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I think I think that's fun, and I and I liked again how that changed the conversation. Right, it immediately yeah. made it so that. Barry went from being like, oh, you're an innocent person that, that like, maybe we, we could help you, to being like, ooh, it seems like you are still an innocent person that I could maybe help, but, like, at what cost? But you've got a lot of baggage. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that then becomes the moral conundrum that Barry has to find himself in. So, <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think this could be a fun character to role play, at least, again, like, just because it's it's a unique take on i don't know about unique but it's a different way to play this idea of like ooh i'm learning i'm figuring out what this world like this could be a fun first character for somebody right yeah, because true. any any misunderstanding or learning that you yourself as a player is are, are trying to figure out easily fits into the role playing of this character that's like i was kind of isolated away and like i don't know if the monastery is a cult but i definitely could see how people would view it as mm-hmm. a cult right like i mean Anytime there's religious stuff put in, you could easily make an argument that it's cultish. So it's like, oh yeah, dude. There you go. So <laughs> one time, little side story. I went to a wedding back when I was a bartender, and um, these this uh, one of my good friends at the time. He was a coworker of mine, super gay, uh, like like um, <laughs> just that's just how I can describe it. Super gay, sure. um, but but hilarious. Uh, love that guy. I wish him the best. But we, he went. We we went to a wedding together from someone we worked with got married and it was a full blown Catholic mass. Yeah. And um this was the first time this person had gone to church in any capacity. And as we were walking out, he was like, That was the cultiest thing I've ever been a part of. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And it's just uh just it's you made you talking about that made me think of that. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like that's where it's like again, I think there's some fun dynamics of like just naivety all around, right? Like how people would view him, how he views the world and like miss Like, yeah. And I think, I think what would be fun is again, this is going to be a character that'll fit nicely into any group because their, their thing is going to be about discovery, right. Within themselves, but also finding a place where they feel like they belong. So like that idea of found family, I mean, that's what most D and D ends up being about, right. It's this idea of a found group, found family, people to care about. And like, I think him having, very little understanding of his own background will make it easy for that to be what he's doing. While, yeah. whilst, yeah, it's not like, oh, everyone in my family died and they're just gone. No, I have no, it's like, no, no, no. There's stuff back there, but like I got kicked out, but you can still go back to them and talk to them and figure things out and try and investigate it in some way. And also it's like, he doesn't have any memories before that. Oh, it's not because amnesia. No, we know he just used to be a demon. And there's a whole other hook line there that you can go with of like this demon figuring out that, oh, wait, here you are. I found you. I need you back. Like, yeah. So yeah. So there's there's a lot to pull on here. I like it. I think we did, you know, for like being a little stiff and not quite stretched in our uh, 
our RNG PCing. I think uh, I don't think we pulled. I don't think we pulled any muscles. I don't think surprisingly uh, not. Yeah, I think we did it. I think we got a pretty good uh, good character here. All right, sweet. How long can you make the outro? Ooh, well, I mean, right now we're at what, like an hour forty ish or so. No, no, no edits. Yeah, no cuts. Yeah, no, no. So I mean, I could maybe, I could maybe just stretch this to the full two hour mark. If I'm actually just <laughs> using this time to fill because I forgot to switch over to the outro. Ooh, ooh, nice. Just a little inside note for everyone at home. Top line of the <laughs> outro: big red letters, italicized, bold. That you don't wrote yourself. I did write myself. It says, "Don't fucking ramble." <laughs> <laughs> I never follow it. I never stick to it. Um, but all right, that's the end. We've made it. We're all the way here. We're glad you and Bay made it um, to the end. Let us know what you thought of Bayshu. Um, let you specifically let us know what you thought about the naming process that we went through this time <laughs> because I feel like that was interesting <laughs> um the best way to let us know what you thought about this character and or if you use this character in any of your games is to reach out to us at rngpcpodcast at gmail.com um also i think this character could look really interesting uh very colorful uh as far as tiefling go so any art that you guys might want to send our way again with us launching a twitch i am looking at designing and laying out graphics and stuff for it and i would love to have just some character art to kind of like have up around on the frames and stuff and build out. And like with all the more visual stuff that we're going to be trying to do in this new year, the more art we can have for that. Awesome. And we will gladly shout you out and tag you and all the stuff. And as we continue to grow, so will that advertising for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then also social media is a great place to reach out to us. Uh, We are on Twitter Instagram and Facebook at RNG underscore PC. Uh, we also have our YouTube, which is where, I mean, wh- when are we going to start posting some of that video content? Can we say it'll be up like this week? Cause this episode, what comes out? Yeah. This I, think episode... we can, I think we can say at least one thing will be up by the time this episode okay. is released. Okay. Nice. So check out our YouTube, which is also RNG PC. Um, and then if you want to get in on the fun, get some of these character sheets, get a shout out done to yourself or any business you want to promote uh on our podcast as well as if you want to be a part of a session that we that i dm um visit our patreon at rng pc as well um and the larger that gets the more cool fun shit we can do here so i think i think that's it i think i hit everything sounds good to me i don't think so cool well it's a new year it's exciting to be back (laughs) Check out our Patreon episodes. There's going to be a new Patreon episode that comes out in the coming weeks. We're doing a Valentine's one. And then what I'm excited for, I'm just saying this is the plug our Patreon. We're doing our second iteration of a bracket challenge of all of our characters. fighting Battle Royale, baby. Yes, the second Battle Royale. That'll be coming. Because this is our 32nd character. So that now yep. means that we have another 16 that we can Battle Royale with. So Those are fun. <laughs> I'm excited for that. That'll probably be Marches, right? That'll be Marches. Yeah, it will uh, be Marches. Dope, dope, dope. Well, that'll be over at our Patreon, so check that out over there. And otherwise, I'm I'm running out of air. I'm running out of things to say. I got nothing else. All right, cool. So say the, your, your tagline. I don't remember. Is it keep keep playing and keep keep playing with yourself? Nope. Nailed keep, it. Keep playing with others. Selves. Nailed it. And, and roll your bones. Got it. <laughs> keep rolling and keep playing, guys, and we'll see you next time. Talk to you next week.